you know, why they need it, you know. I mean, the name of the event, that's cool, but if the name of the event does not include the why I should care, then I should, you know, probably emphasize the why I should care. Especially if it's something that I'm walking by, or I could be walking by or scrolling by or something like that. Tell me, tell me how this helps me. <laughs> back to another episode of the IC Pixels podcast. This is David. This is Anthony. Thanks for everybody who's tuning in. Um, I don't know why we do that because it's not like they can actually tell us apart. I, I feel like you know, we, we sound different to me. I get confused sometimes <laughs> when I listen back to it. But oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, why was I talking like Next that? time I'll change my voice so that people are clear. Make it clearer. But I'm talking. I'm talking a different accent the whole time, so that people know. Anyway, so what are we talking about? <laughs> All right. So yeah. Uh, uh, what was okay? So uh, in this episode, none of the preliminaries is going going down this time. We're going to get right to it. I wanted to talk about uh, kind of how the process goes from a designer's perspective in terms of interpreting uh, information you receive from a client, how you interpret it, how you change that into an actual design or your thought process about the design and how you know you kind of interpret what they want because so the background on this is kind of like people will email me and say hey I need a poster that advertises this event and here's the information about the event but they won't say if they do say they generally don't say, well, I need the title to be in a big font and I want the date in a small font and I want the information about the event to be in the bottom right corner. Usually they're not providing that level of uh, instruction in terms of where they want things laid out and what should be big, what should be small, what, you know, what is uh, should be, you know, bright and colorful to draw attention to it and all that type of stuff. Because if they provide that level of detail, then I feel like maybe they should just design it themselves and I'm less interested in doing it. So it's well, I would one thing I would say if it's a tight deadline, yeah, I need as much information as you could provide, yeah, 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 because I've definitely just this week I designed something for someone and they wanted it, they had wanted it to be done maybe a month ago, but vague requirements, vague details, and so I was like, well, I can take some shots in the dark, but that's going to cost you more if you are willing to let me just come up with something then it'll cost a little less but if you're picky and you're going to keep coming back with changes and eh, that's not it i'll know it when i see it then it's going to cost you more yeah so um for the sake of our discussion today i have an email that i got from a client and basically this person they wanted a flyer designed um they needed to be able to be used in email so like like it's in out like an, as an email newsletter or in an email newsletter they wanted to be able to use it on social media so i assume facebook instagram possibly twitter they want to be able to print it out um on there it's advertising an event about like an educational event for uh, students um so on there they have you know the name of the event the date time uh location and then at the event, there's um, there's a short description about what 
exactly they're going to be going over at the event. They also wanted to include a couple of upcoming events that are happening. You know, of course, their contact information, social media, so that you can interact with them. And there's going to be refreshments, and it's free to the public. So, based on that, I want that information only. I wanted to talk about how I as a designer or in of course Anthony will be involved in this discussion as well how we would uh, basically interpret this information and decide what we're gonna put on the flyer and what's gonna work best okay so should we read it <laughs> well, I don't we don't have to read I mean, you kind of it, well, okay yeah but I'll say so in a summary it's an educational event so it has something to do with education and learning stuff uh, it's it, this is not stated in the the instructions or whatever, but the scene. Well, that's what I was thinking. If we should read some of it, just so you can see how vague it is. Okay, so uh, <laughs> this is for our pre- so the email says this is for a presentation I'm doing at a church. So the event is taking place at a church, but it's not a church event per se. Uh, it's going to be on April 22nd. The name of the event is getting ready or making the best of your junior year. The application process is now make sure you're not behind schedule um and then there are some other upcoming events one on july 29th and one on in september there's short descriptions for those i'm not going to read all that um then the the person says i want to be able to email use it on social media and print it out all i want on the flyer is the title of the, the the event my name the logo the location and time and that fresh refreshments will be provided I would also like to have future dates, but not show their titles. This event is for the community, and so it should not look like a church event. Um, this event is also free to the public, and it's important to share. So could we also put my website and social media on there as well? So that's what it says. I had to redact some things here and there, but that's what it says. Um, so based on that, like, they kind of outline kind of high level what they want on there, but it's no clear, not a lot of clear guidance in terms of I want my logo on the top left and my picture on the top right or, you know, that type of stuff, which is, yeah. I appreciate when people say, here's the information, work your magic. Yeah. Um, when I first started looking at it, though, was the thing that stood out to me was the social aspect because they want to show that, yeah, want to use it on social but they want like mad information on there. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first thing that stood out to me. It was like, you may want to suggest in a situation like that. Maybe we need two versions. Yeah, definitely. You definitely. So that was so. And I'm going to need two checks. <laughs> <laughs> so two things. My first at first glance, the first I, mean, I always look at. That's what I always ask people. So where do you want to use this? I ask this when I'm designing logos or no matter what I'm designing, I'll say where you want to use this because like you said, what you put on social media has to be different because people don't have time to stand there and read it or they're not holding in their hand looking at it. They're scrolling by. So it's it's may be a completely different design for social media. And then... Uh, and depending on which... Yeah, depending media, on the social media outlet specifically. Like, I think you can get away with some things on Facebook that you obviously can't yeah. do on Instagram. Yeah. Because... People don't always read captions and stuff like that, so it, it's yeah, really... I, people may be more likely to read things on Facebook, I'm guessing. Yeah, because it's an older crowd. 
and yeah. you can always scroll back to it and you have the ability to put like links and stuff underneath it and go to the website and all that jazz Yeah, and it's not like just the square or rectangle that Instagram is yeah so aside from uh, where it's going to be used or the media outlet what else uh, do you look for in this type when you get this type of email or request what else do I look for before um, you design anything I mean I guess I was thinking the aid the audience but I guess we kind of know what the audience is roughly well so that was that was the thing I was looking for that that's my next thing is audience because that'll determine whether I'm targeting younger people or older people but in this case it's so it's basically these are this is a seminar to encourage uh, kids to start right at applying for college in their junior year and not while they're in their senior year or after they've already graduated and it's kind of late so to me well that's the obvious thought I was thinking at first mm-hmm. But then I was wondering, like, but that's not the audience, though. I know that's, it's, that's who the yeah, class is yeah, kind of for. But the audience is yeah. technically parents, in my opinion. That's what I was thinking. Like, uh, yeah, a, a student may see it, but most likely they're not, they're not going to. No, <laughs> this is something that a parent will show to a student. Saying you need to go to this Jamal. <laughs> I ain't got yeah. money to pay for your college, so you need to make sure you get a scholarship. And come in off the streets, Jamal. Uh, I'm sorry. I assume Jamal was in the streets because, yeah, because you're racist. Never mind. So, yeah. um, once we, I think once the audience, it makes some impact on my design decisions going forward from there because, uh, if I know I'm targeting parents, then the social media aspect, even though the customer didn't say I want it for Facebook, I'm assuming that's what the social media they're going to put it on. They're probably not going to put it as much on Instagram, and so I might not spend as much time trying to uh make a design that will work on every platform you know because i know it's for Mm -hmm. parents yeah um the other thing i would think about before i did anything else would be imagery so um i don't know like so i've done a flyer like this so this person i've worked with before i've done stuff for them in the past they've had similar classes and generally i just used a picture of like a student like some kind of like stock photo of a student smiling or with some books or something looking all studious and stuff but um yeah there's nothing that really comes to mind immediately in terms of imagery that would really directly capture capture the point of this yeah Yeah, because a school setting that's kind of generic and boring yeah so the the one thing i thought of i did not do well i don't plan to do this because i haven't done all this work yet but um because the the point of the class is to to focus on preparing early for the college application process then you know that whole time sensitive nature you can use any time related image like a calendar or a clock or something like that showing you you don't have that much time um especially if your goal is to kind of to create some urgency to do stuff yeah yeah um i mean one thing i would say that actually helps this out is because the logo for the business has a graduation cap in it so that's something that's already like you know informing you that this is you know a preparation type thing 
um, or something to do with graduation. Right. So that's that's another thing I thought of a little bit was using a picture. Also, of... kind of looks like a WordPress logo, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, another thing I thought of was like trying to use uh, basically you know when you're talking about this so a few weeks ago I was designing a website for a nonprofit organization that's supposed to help women who are you know going through poverty and stuff like that so on the website when I was putting it together I used pictures or I found stock photos of you know women who didn't look like they were in poverty like they were with a family and they mm. looked kind of happy not like celebrate celebratory but like smiling and happy with the family stock photos obviously so couldn't find that many black people but um the person i was doing the work for had concerns about that because they wanted to show more of the people not necessarily looking impoverished but not looking so happy and not with the family because it was focused on single mothers and i think this is a situation here where showing the goal like so the program's overall goal is to get your kids to apply for college and help you through that process yeah. so they can get in the college you want them to go to and hopefully eventually they graduate so by showing the end goal or the that aspirational goal in the imagery i think that's another way you can that's another type of imagery we could use on this poster flyer instagram thing that will definitely tie in with the message because like, oh graduation yeah Yeah, no, I, I like that idea of the aspirational thing versus the, <laughs> is this you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know those uh, infomercials where they have, like, the black and white picture, the picture of video, like, do you keep falling around your home? <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you going in, are you going through poverty? Yeah, so you don't want to, <laughs> I'm like, I've told people this before, like, you don't want to show people what they look like. People want to see, people are more interested in their aspirational a picture of their aspirational group and less interested in themselves. Yeah. And they may be happy. Yeah. They just may, you know, be going through, you know, a spot. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to that. Cause yeah, then it turns into, uh, it can bring out shame and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. I And it's yeah. like, but what it, we've it, talked about before, when you make it a little too obvious that you're trying to target somebody like me, that looks like me or is, has the skin color as me, then I'm more likely to ignore it personally. And yeah. I think that applies to other people I mean, as well. Like, out of spite. <laughs> like, are you poor? Are you tired of the man holding you down? Come to our seminar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, even if people don't think too deep into it, they just may think, like, well, that's not me. That doesn't directly yeah, apply. Yeah, most people just don't want you know, to admit. Ask for help. A lot of people don't yeah. think of themselves better or differently. Not necessarily better, but in a different... They picture themselves in a different group than they may actually be. Yeah. Or they may just be like, well, I don't really need help. I'll figure it out, you know, kind of yeah. thing. So, so anyway, so in turn, we, we've talked about uh, kind of the audience we want to reach out to, uh, how we would plan in terms of imagery and things like that. But next, I would say of the information they provided, like, so they provided the title for the, the seminar, I guess you could call it, the date, time, location, and a short description, and then some upcoming events and some stuff about like you know free refreshments it's free to the public and social media so what is most important based on what we know (laughs) 
Based on what I know, they could have laid out this email more clearly. <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> it's really confusing. But um, what's well, just like, come on, just some bold or I don't know, just some like, why would you do that? But they're not supposed um, to design their email. Well, I mean, you could just lay out the information clearly. It's I don't know. It's not it's not quite a paragraph. It's like a one, and then there's where's the two. So I copied in what I sent you. I copied and pasted from a longer email. So it it's it's <laughs> oh, okay. it was better when it came to me. Oh okay okay okay. <laughs> um, what was the question? What if, of that information, what do you think is most important given what we know? And well, not most definitely what's important, but what would you give more importance in the design? Yeah, I mean the the whatever is telling you know why mm-hmm. they need it. You know, I mean the name of the event that's cool, but if the name of the event does not include the why I should care, then I should you know probably emphasize the why I should care. Yeah. Especially if it's something that I'm walking by, or I could be walking by or scrolling by or something like that. Tell me, tell me how this helps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I've had several situations where people want like so in this case you know like i said there wasn't much guidance in terms of what's big and stuff and a lot of clients i work with are kind of flexible in terms of the titles of their events and names and things like that so i've had to do i've had to make changes to the titles of events and things like that because it's like this this is a terrible title and no one's gonna if they look at this they're not gonna know what this is about and they may even tune it out once they see it so i think like you said, most important is probably the title, if the title conveys the message pretty well, like it catches your attention, and then the description of what the event is. And then I'd say like the third most important thing, or possibly second, depending on the strength of your title, is the date. Date time. Yeah. I mean, you know, that and or... um, (laughs) 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 because it depends on who you are i assume parents they should have like some juice boxes or something i don't know but uh, yeah well it says refreshments will be served so i mean that's kind i mean i would you know maybe not more important than the date but that's pretty yeah (laughs) depends on how pressed you are to get people there yeah i've definitely done like club flyers and events like events uh flyers for events like at bars and stuff like that so when they have like you know free drinks or anything like anything you know two for one margaritas or whatever that's always gonna get some highlight because that's another reason to come like ladies under 45 getting <laughs> <What>? free <laughs> under 45 <laughs> wow yeah that's a broad range <laughs> yeah i don't know uh... <laughs> so uh yeah so um once I've, what I do typically is once I kind of establish a hierarchy in terms of uh, what information I think is most important, then I'd open Photoshop and I basically, I make layers for each piece of text that I want to put on there. And I just, you know, if it's important, I make it big. If it's not important, I make it small. And then I just start moving it around the page until I figure out where things should go. Generally... Uh, especially like for a poster, generally, you know, whatever's most important is going to probably be near the top or middle. And then at the very, very bottom is where I put all the small stuff, like, you know, all the disclaimers 
in all the social well, media. Yeah. I mean, that kind of all depends on the where it's going, yeah. you know. Because, I mean, if it's a poster, then, yeah, you're going to have some freedom of, like, you know, let's go at the bottom, let's go, to, you know, there's some there's some options. It just depends on how much content mm-hmm. you're working with and, like, how, you know, just the design idea you're going for. I mean, because if you're going text heavy, then, yeah, you kind of need to put, I mean, well, I guess it's kind of, yeah, if it's a poster, you, kinda, you can kind of figure it out. But social media generally you're going to put stuff towards the top and other stuff towards the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say like, so, so approaching the same design. So if we know it needs to be printed for print, obviously I'm going to put the most important stuff on the upper half. Like I think of it almost like any other page above the fold. I'm going to put the most important stuff below the fold. I'm going to put the least less important stuff. So of the stuff that's on here, the most important stuff is, you know, whatever imagery I choose to use title of the event, the date of the event, the time of the event, location of the event. Also in here, they wanted to include, you know, website address, some other events they're going to have coming up, refreshments, and that the event is free. So those things would fall into the below the fold category and be down there on the bottom. If you were designing this for, let's say, Instagram, what would you do? Um... Cause my, so I was gonna say like m- one of my first steps would be just deleting stuff. Yeah, yeah, I would delete. I mean, potentially delete the picture. It's Instagram. You can't not have a picture. <laughs> well, I mean, the picture would be. I would mm-hmm. make the text big. Like text, it'd be mostly the text design, kind of a text heavy. Well, not text heavy, but. The, the the call to action or whatever would be, or mm-hmm. just the, the hook would be big. And then put their logo on there. I mean, you could do a different color background or something like that to make it stand out, but I would potentially get rid of the image. Like, in, you know, whatever graph, you know, if you pick a stock photo or something like that. Potentially, mm-hmm. I would get rid of it. In the name of, like, I need, this is most important, not, you know, I don't need you reading all this small text. Just kind of depends on, you know, how much room mm, you have? It's Instagram. You got the square. Really? Well, yeah. or you got the the Instagram. I mean, story but how much size, room? Whatever size that is. How much? Yeah. Well, because you can always. Um, if, I mean, because if you if on Instagram, if you hook somebody with the image, then yeah, they're going to read the description probably and figure out what's going on. So what I was thinking, I always find that I notice things mm-hmm. that are most minimal on Instagram. Well, when it's pertaining to like you know some kind of event or something like that wait keep it simple yeah <laughs> i mean if, i wouldn't want it to look like one of those quotes that people post some random oh, inspirational yeah, quote well, with yeah, like a background image of somebody climbing a mountain or something lame because i definitely don't read those yeah but i would consider like like so if you get a strong image that goes along with the idea of maybe a strong image and then on the top two-thirds and the bottom one-third would be like whatever the title is and then you can't do the swipe on Instagram, so then maybe make another one with the rest of the stuff on the swipe. Oh, true. Uh, and if yeah. you do that, you could technically yeah, you could just take the poster story. and split it in two. Or if you, I mean, you well, yeah, do you could do a video, but we're not, <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not about that life right now. So if it's just imagery, then yeah, I would do just an image with the title on it and then tell them to put everything else in the description or an image and then a swipe with the rest. And still put everything else in the description or everything in the description. Uh, 
because like if you're interested enough to look at the picture then you're probably gonna willing possibly to read the description as long as it's not while long yeah um for facebook yeah, i feel no, like whatever you made for print would work for facebook for the most part as long as the text isn't too small um yeah i mean if anything i would make sure i would optimize it so that it fits more inside that um you know the horizontal mm-hmm. oh you're rectangle. talking about like a facebook cover photo size well i mean even just for a post it kind of crops it horizontal it doesn't generally post in a square it kind of especially if you have text under it like you mm-hmm. link in an article or something like that it's going to grab the image and kind of crop it like that so i'm trying to make sure you know your important stuff is yeah. in that area I was thinking like just post the then, image direct. Yeah. If you directly post the image, then it shouldn't do all that, I assume. Oh, just post the image and then put a description. Yeah. Well then in that case, yeah, it's kinda of what more like Instagram and stuff you get yeah. links and all that kind of stuff. But um and I feel like Twitter I'm I honestly don't go on Twitter, so I don't know what people would do with images on Twitter. Use your hook and I mean you can put images on there, but I wouldn't depend on your images on Twitter. I would put As the, the hook. actual tweet. And yeah, and the link, you know, maybe a little bit of information. Shorten that joint. And put some hashtags. Yeah, the hook, the look, you know, the date, and the link to more information mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, straighten. Yeah, and ha- leave the rest of the room for hashtags or whatever. Well, if you, now that you got like two hundred something characters, you could get the hook and a good description in there. Oh yeah, and yeah date time do, possibly. Yeah. yeah. You can even make time to, you know, criticize. Some, <laughs> Talk bad about you know, somebody. <laughs> some, some, by, some leader of a country somewhere or something, you know, whatever you're feeling that day. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, so in, I was going to say something about like colors and stuff like that. But like, so this organization, they're in luck because we designed their logo. So they already have colors established. And so basically, in most cases, if if it's a brand that's strong like uh where they you know use their colors a lot or want to then i'll just use their colors throughout the poster as much as possible to maintain the branding and so that if you see anything of theirs you're like well that this kind this particular organization uses blue and green so if you look at it you could tell like yep i recognize those colors i know who this is um so that's what i do typically unless it's a situation where like uh, I had to do like a Halloween type style poster for an event at something in DC. And so of course the organization that was promoting their logo is not black and orange, but that's one case where I'll take their logo and, uh, make it, uh, just white or just black so that I can mm. just put it in the body into the design, but still maintain the color scheme I want to maintain. Yeah. I mean, and that, that may be a good place, you know, we're talking about like Instagram or something like that, where you got to get to get to the point. You don't want to attract too much attention to the logo. Yeah, um, a lot of times I wouldn't even put those on there because you know who posted it. Exactly. Yeah, you can look and you can see, so you may not even need yeah. it. Um, but yeah, especially if the event. I mean, if it's not like an unknown, a really known company mm-hmm. or whatever, it's like okay, well, they, your event's more important than your name. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Because, well, yeah, once they come to the event, then they'll, they'll know who you are. The other thing, um, since this is an educational thing, there's, like, a few uh, design crutches you can lean on. Like, so the whole chalkboard background thing that 
automatically harkens mm. to ideas about education. Um, well, the chalkboard is probably the only one I can think of off the top of my head that's clearly education. Well, the apple and the stack of books. Um, graduation, graduation cap. cap. Like, so all of those are things that design elements you could throw in easily that kind of emphasize the the obvious educational uh you know intent um so for this i've actually done one design for this and i actually did use the whole chalkboard background but i tried to avoid using like a chalk font a chalkboard writing type of font because oh well that i think that that, sometimes you take the cliche too far yeah and that seems very elementary yeah 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 it's not high school anymore because I don't even know if they use chalkboards anymore. I haven't been to a high school in years. They don't. <laughs> Nobody uses chalkboards. But again, anymore. this goes back to the audience. The whiteboards aren't just aren't like a cool like school. <laughs> <laughs> Where your kids go to school? Nineteen. They don't even use that anymore. They use giant iPad screens on the board. They have like active screens. They don't even use oh, boards smart anymore. Board. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Stick with the but chalkboard. I would say the the. Um, that's fine though, because your audience is people that had chalkboards, for the most part. Yeah. Unless you're dealing yeah. with like some, <laughs> some teenage mothers or something like that. But even if you're a teenage mother, your kids should not be old enough for college yet. People still know what chalkboards are. I mean, kids still use chalk right on sidewalks. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. So I think like anyway. There's still a. There's still a chalk mark. We have. <laughs> <laughs> We've digressed. Uh, but yeah, I think any of those elements are easy to throw into this type of design. Um, I wouldn't overdo it though. I wouldn't have like the apple and the chalkboard and like the, the, um, whatever the other, the graduation cap too. I wouldn't have too many of them because then it looks obvious. Like, okay, you downloaded the educational template for Photoshop and just did everything in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's not even focused on what they're trying to. I mean, it just it kind of just distracts from what the real mm-hmm. goal is, or who you're trying to talk to, or who this is for. Yeah. Yep. So. So I think. Uh, well, also, okay. One other thing that was mentioned in here was email. So I would say if you wanted to email something like this flyer or whatever was put together out, I would tell the client that I would I could design something for use in an email newsletter but i mm-hmm. would take most of the text off of it because the text should just be text in the email and not on a picture that's gonna have to be attached or linked from you know some site oh or yeah or people may not see it or yeah no yeah i have had because it is there's been a few times i've designed stuff for someone that could work in an email newsletter and then found out they didn't even have like MailChimp or Constant Contact or anything to send it out. <laughs> they were just going to stick it in. They were just going to send it as an attachment. Yes. And I was like, what? No. And no. they did. And, you know, they got whatever little response that they wanted or they hoped to get. But I was like, oh, okay. If I knew you were going to do it this way, I would have designed something completely different. So I think that's an important thing we didn't no. talk about like at the beginning is asking them, okay, which social media are you going to use this on? How do you plan to email yeah, this out? What you, Where are you getting yeah, this printed? Because that's another question. So I've designed, <laughs> spent a lot of time designing stuff for somebody. 
and then they took my image, pasted it in Microsoft Word, and printed it out on their little inkjet <laughs> at home. And, you know, of course, I did 300 DPI, CMYK image, and all that other stuff. So what they printed out with their little inkjet at home was Chitter Dash. And so... Yeah, and then it's like, oh, man, this isn't It was all work. designed to be, this like... trifold isn't going to work. It was designed work. to be full bleed and everything, and... yeah. No, that happens all the time, especially with like trifolds. So sometimes when I know I'm designing a trifold for somebody that pretty sure it ain't doing full bleed, I kind of yeah, you got to do a white so background. You can fold it wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can fold it wherever you, you want. Have plenty, you're going to have deep gutters. So the text is like half yeah. of the space, and then you got a whole lot of wiggle room. Room for error. Yeah. No, yeah, because that always, that always happens. I've definitely done that. Got everything perfect, and they're like, "Oh, this is a print right." Like, um, where are you printing? Yeah, because different printers, like they're uh, how close they can get to the edge. I'm sure there's a name for that technical term. If you know it, leave it in the comments. But start, different printers are different because I used to work somewhere, and we, it was uh, they had a pretty high end uh, copy machine that could do color and all that other jazz. And so I used to print stuff from there. It was printer copier, and so I was doing like uh, collateral for this company. I worked there too. I wasn't like freelancing, but I would print the stuff out and then I'd have to figure out how exactly I'd have to print like 47 copies trying to figure out exactly where I could get it to get it looking as good as possible. I couldn't get full bleed, but if I knew exactly where I was going to end up, I could get it close. So I could do trifolds with inner bleeds, if you know what I'm like, no gutters, no white gutters, but then the outer edge mm-hmm. would be blank. And it took a long time and if the printer got out of calibration or something, like things would shift. It was frustrating. So glad I don't have I to re- do that anymore. I remember this, this years ago designing business cards based on the concept that we're going to be using one of those templates. Perf- oh, the ones uh, like in Word. Yeah, or in that it is not going to yeah. be exact. So it's like each design Shifted had to slightly. be designed. Well, no, I designed it in a way so that it didn't matter. <laughs> I mean, they were each one was unique <laughs> in a way, but it's like the design kind of went. It was like, oh, well, it's got blue at the bottom, but it's also got blue at the top. Oh, okay, so, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, I forgot the name of the software was, but it was something from Avery because they make those labels and those perforated business cards. That you could just uh, mm. print out and rip. And the person wanted some kind of solid thing, and so I had to do something similar. Or I, then I had to spend a whole lot of time adjusting it, like so I'd print one. Move it up two pixels, print, move it up two more pixels, move to the left a little. And then, like, each, like you said, each card on, like, because you know, it's a sheet of, like, uh, however many cards is on a page. I had to adjust each one so they would line up right. It was super frustrating. So, yeah. say all that to say, <laughs> if you know where the person is printing, it can definitely guide you in terms of what you're going to design. Cause another. Uh, That's probably a question you yeah. should ask up front. I I asked this person, so I know what they're going to do, so I'm good. But um, I know I was working with somebody, and I asked that question. Desk jet. And they told me (laughs) they were just going to take it to Kinko's or somewhere like that. Or I think either Kinko's or they were just going to make copies of it. So I was like, oh, screw this. I'm doing this in Publisher, Microsoft Publisher. Instead of opening Photoshop and going through all the struggles, I just did something very, very simple in Publisher. It wasn't amazing. I wasn't paid amazingly, but... Because I knew, once I knew their expectations and it was easier to, I knew not to waste my time putting a lot of work into the design 
for something that was never going to really, you know, get to shine from a print side or from a print perspective or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So I think after doing all that stuff, all these things we've talked about, if you go through all of these, I feel like a lot of times, and I know we've talked about it before, a lot of times, instead of going through this type of thought process and figuring out what's most important and everything, I'll I'll think I'll ask a few questions and then I'll open Photoshop and get started. But I feel like going through and thinking through these things and everything like that. If I were to start designing now, I would probably have a better direction. I could probably crank it out faster. The only other thing I forgot about to mention was. um, So we talked about like finding out what their hook is, but we also need to find out. We need to focus on what you want them to do. So obviously you want them to attend. Mm, call but action. Do you want them yeah. to go to the site and register? Do you want them to like the post, or do you want them to sign up to your newsletter, whatever? So there needs to be some sort of call to action, and not just look at all this information and do with it as you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, then that's important. I think that's important, and I think it's something that a lot of people don't think about. <laughs> it's like well we put our website on there it's like yeah you, did you tell them to go to the website yeah I, I think in some cases it seems like I've had that conversation with people it seems like a thing you shouldn't have go ahead oh go ahead I was gonna say it seems like something you shouldn't have to explain to somebody looking at a flyer but it's something you should explain to people yeah. when they're looking at a flyer or a website yeah. or anything yeah cause I've had people <laughs> I've had to have that conversation with people like look you are trying to tell way too much stuff. You have way too much text on your poster or on your flyer or on your Instagram post. There is no reason for anyone to do anything once they read all this information. There's also no reason for anyone to read all this information because it's way too much. But let's say someone did take 30 minutes and read every single word on this poster. What do you want? There's nothing for them to do. They they know everything there is now. So they have no reason to go to your website to learn more. They have no reason to follow you to learn about upcoming events. They have no reason to, you know, uh, call you to get a price quote or anything because you gave them literally everything. So you got to you got to get the person's interest like, hey, look at me. Look at me. I look interesting. And then you also have to say, oh, but I'm not going to show you everything. So if you want to learn more, you got to you got to make an effort. You got to come look. Yeah, why buy the goat when you can get the milk for free? Why drink goat milk? Sorry. <laughs> why buy the <laughs> almond tree when you can get almond milk at Aldi's? What? For... Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you would think you would say is important to think about or consider based on what we've talked about so far? Um, yes, but I forgot what it was. All right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I I had something and I did. I don't remember it anymore. There was something good. It was, it was amazing. Oh, man, it was good. So I would say amazing. one other thing is like so I, by taking the time to do what we just did, kind of, um, it could also help you in oh. quoting. So someone says, hey, I need a flyer for this. Yeah. And I can... You know, a lot of times I just go back with a quote immediately because I kind of know what a flyer, how, how long this is going to take me. But based on what we've talked about here, my price may be a little different because now I know I probably need to do something special or different for Facebook and or Instagram from 
different from what I would do for print. Not necessarily, not that it's yeah. going to be a like a whole redesign, different photos and everything, but I'm going to need to rearrange everything to be a smaller size, all that type of stuff. Versus um, if I was lazy, I could take the same design and just scale it, but that would be bad. Yeah. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. this is going to be amazing. Like so if you're tuning in now, turn up, turn up the volume. <laughs> that was the what was that the 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 horn thing it goes burp, burp, yeah, burp, burp, burp. yeah da, da, da. Not, not whatever you're doing <laughs> that sounded that sounded like you're announcing uh, somebody to the court or something right. like that <laughs> now entering you know never mind you're a bugler um uh I'm tired. Um, what I was gonna say is like, you know, the whole process that we just went through it gets yeah. easier over time. I mean a lot of that stuff you were doing all these calculations and just you kinda know this stuff and you just kind of see what they send you and you kind of already know what the questions to ask. So it gets easier and in some over cases, time. It doesn't always if you're dealing with a what I consider an easier client to work with, then they don't mind you tweaking stuff. And so, like, sometimes I won't even ask questions. I'm like, well, yeah, this title's lame. I'm changing this. Uh, this tagline is poorly worded. I'm going to clean this up. Because one thing I've run into sometimes also is, like, in order to make my design work, like, I really want this line to fit here directly under this other text. And I want it to line up. And yeah. I don't want to have to, use, you know, resort to using kerning or anything to pull it together. Then I have to yeah. just drop a word here and there or reword stuff. Yeah, or I mean, or you know, if you're worried about it, ask them. Like, hey, I need more room. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. Shorten this. No harm in that. Yeah, give them to shorten it so you can fit it. So, or tell them. I mean, I've told people it's like uh, I need five words right here. Yeah, and if they ask you to shorten it, (laughs) or if you if they are able to shorten it, that saves. It makes it so much easier because I've definitely. I've been in situations where people are not willing to shorten, and it just ruins the whole design. I'm like, crap. If you would just take this one word out, things would be better. It's a little bit shorter and it would fit in there. That's what she said. That's what I was trying to lean towards. I didn't know how to frame that. <laughs> I was trying to so I figured it'd be easier for me to give you an alley for that. Hey, so, hey thanks. I wanted to say it, but it, didn't, it just didn't line up. John so. stocked another podcast. <laughs> thanks well. for the assist. Um... <laughs> So washed references. <laughs> <laughs> so I think could he at least said a Steve Nash or like a Steve Nash. Eh, okay, I just think of John Stockton when it comes to assists. Um. Okay. So yeah, I think that that's it. I, like you said, I think I agree with you. Like you were saying, like a lot of this becomes easier, and a lot of this also as I'm working through it, I'm doing some of this at the same time too. Because like I said, I'll. I'll take what they sent me and put it in the Photoshop as layers. And then as I'm looking at the layers, I'm like, no, this doesn't make sense. No, this is more important. And then I start rearranging things and I'm doing it in Photoshop. And yes, I could probably do it faster if I just sat there and thought about it before I did it in Photoshop, but it's part of my process and that's just how I do it. And it generally comes out. Okay. That's your excuse for not doing thumbnails. Yeah, because I never for this, I <laughs> never do any. I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever done a thumbnail for a 
ever. <laughs> I should but, probably, but it, it would probably help. Yeah. So if I'm, if I have, generally, if I have more time, I, I, more recently, if I have more time and I'm dedicated to this project, I'm not afraid to do some thumbnails. But if man, if you turn turn this around immediately, I gotta get this knocked out. So yeah, yeah. If I, I I end up in meetings, and so if I'm sitting there not doing anything, I will do thumbnails then. But not if you just email me and I have, you know, a few minutes to work on something. I'm not doing no thumbnails. I'm just gonna start working. Yeah. But anyway, that's enough bad advice about thumbnails. Um, <laughs> you should do your thumbnails. Yeah, you should. I think it's useful, especially when you're starting out. It's useful. But I'm not gonna say that I'm amazing now. But I've done this a minute, a lot of times. So now I kind of know. It's kind of you, a pattern. You, kinda, you can learn to do thumbnails in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can do them while you're driving or whatever. You know, I, I do that all the time. I mean, it's not exactly the same as drawing it on paper, but it does help it. to do some preliminary design work if you can think about it. Yeah. And that you can think about things wherever when, you know, when you're driving, when. As long as you got your brain on. When your significant other is talking to you, you know, just. Not and smile. In any moment when you're supposed to be watching your kids, you know, you can just be designing in your head. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that is the end of our bad advice segment um <laughs> thanks everyone for tuning in i hope this episode was interesting at least maybe informative it, regardless of the the advice the quality of the advice we gave um <laughs> definitely check us out on instagram twitter facebook all those other places check out our shop we're still still having a sale on uh, t-shirts and things since it's warming up. It's a good time to get a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie or a, Nearing a mug. Nearing sundress season. We should design some sundresses, but no, it's probably not a good idea. Or at least some shirts that says sundress season on them. Hmm. That's interesting. Write that down. Uh, yeah, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> also, we need to get a Fashion Nova discount code. Mm-hmm. But anyway, right, write that down. <laughs> I'm not gonna write that. Down. <laughs> so uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, any famous last words? Um. Nope. Um. No. No. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Alien Muffin. Maybe we'll. Uh, that'll convince us to post more often. Also. Uh, if you're listening, uh, be sure to like and comment and subscribe and all that jazz. This isn't YouTube. Oh, yeah. Click the bottom on the, the button at the bottom to subscribe. <laughs> it's going to pop pop up on the screen right up here. Just click that and then, you know. <laughs> and make sure you hit the little bell thing, too, so that you're not... Oh, wait. Yeah. I remember when post notifications first became a thing on Instagram and everyone was like, Turn oh. on post notifications. No, I never I did. Don't, Not no. for anybody. I don't want to know. If I see you, I see you. Yeah, but now I think they've gone back to things being in chronological order. Chronological. That'll be good. I prefer that. I don't. Because I used to go on and it was like two years ago or <laughs> two days ago. Yeah, you think something happened? It's like, oh wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And I would definitely miss posts that way, but I'm, not that it was anything important. It really wasn't. Yeah, but was. now I appreciate chronological is better just in time for sundress season yeah it all anyway. it's what it all revolves around yeah 
<laughs> all right so thanks for listening we'll be back all right <laughs>